You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. I've been told no more singing. All right, I did it light there, Charge. You did, you did. I, your heart wasn't in it, I can tell. You wanted, you wanted so much more. I'm like a dog who's been hit across the snout with a newspaper. I one emailer <laughs> saying, your pitch is so awful. Please, for the love of God, Let's no more singing the Lukukus. <laughs> it's hard, though! <laughs> It's a beauty way to go indeed. Charge, I would never, ever dare to tell you how to run your fantasy empire or that you're wrong about anything in fantasy, but I implore you to reconsider your stance that having kickers is not (laughs) worth the time and effort. Make fantasy kickers great again. Brett mm. Maher. Maher, yes. Maher. Wait, Maher. I've heard it both ways. Maher. 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 Brett, Brett Maher had an all-time day for fantasy kickers. If you still play in such a league, and for the record, people, Charch has forsaken kickers in all of his leagues. He had like an all-time he had like an all-time record. It was like a 29-point day because he had two 60-yarders and a third one. That he had to redo because a fucking well, no, replay. I, I, I had a 50. He had a 60. Oh, sorry. A 60 he had to redo. Right. He, so a 50, kicked, 250 yeah. plus, which count for bonus. A yep. whole slew of XPs. Yes. Yeah. I mean, charge. It's, this used to stuff, be. isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it. Yes. Yes, it was. This used to be part of the fun part of fantasy is you never knew when your kicker 
might show up on any given week to put you over the top. Eh? In, in ye olden days, Zabe. Ye olden days. Yes, there was a thinking that fantasy owners needed to be able to like account for all the scoring. So we played defenses and we played kickers. And if your defense scored a touchdown, you got points. And if your kicker kicked a bunch, you got points. And then the problem was, one, that the outcomes are a little random. And number two, the differentiation between them just wasn't that great. And, you know, you were getting like 8 to 12 points from your kicker every week. And it was it just didn't end up meaningfully changing the outcome of anything. So people were just like, let's get out of this. Let's just forget it. Move on. <laughs> Who was the uh, kicker this week had six field goals? That would be like the Bills kicker. That I, I think that was the Bills kicker had six field goals. Bass in I uh, in Detroit. Yes, Tyler Bass. Tyler yes. Bass. <sighs> okay, well, so be it. Are you still alive in uh, your guillotine league and the in the whiskey league? I am. I okay. might, and I needed. I I had a couple of tricky bye weeks to get through, and now Zane. <laughs> now oh, you feel like you Work are out. home free. You sent me this clip from the great. Matthew Barry, who is now with NBC Sports Net. This clip is from what show exactly? He's got a daily fantasy show, the name of which I'm not positive of. I should know, but okay. it's new. And it's a- uh, yeah, Sports Edge. I think Sports Edge is broadly the name of their their, their premium fantasy content. Okay. Yes. Available who knows where exactly right? Because we're in an ocean of content and cable networks and times that it's on. I will say it's a beautifully yeah. shot set. Uh, obviously NBC sports has got some money behind it. Good for Matthew Barry. I'm not jealous. You're not jealous. We're just saying, but he's a great guy too. Great guy though. And he's giving your proprietary format, the company you own guillotine leagues, some love, which I think is important here. This is the clip about him and the way fantasy went this week for a lot of people. And so I have a great team in this guillotine league, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, Michael Pittman. Like, it's a Josh Allen. It's a great team. Not anymore. No, not anymore, Jay Croucher. You know why? Because everyone that I just mentioned didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. Not one of them. Oh, no. Here, Matt Breida, take a freaking touchdown. I always have Devin Singletary in that league. He's the only guy of that long list of superstars, Devin Singletary. And yet, there's one other guy, my buddy Guillermo. Guillermo, Guillermo has a terrible team. He had to start Devontae Smith. He started Gabe Davis. Who you, you don't start volatile players like that in guillotine, right? You know, it's just, it's dumb. It's a dumb move. And yet those two guys scored touchdowns. And so we were going down, and I end up, I'm down by five points. I'm down by five points to lose this guy. I've got a better team than him top to bottom. I just mentioned all those superstars. None of them can get in the end zone. And so you know what happens? You, you know what happens? There it is. Here, there it is. Look at my team. Oh, Look like- at that. DJ Hawkinson. If he just catches one of the two touchdowns he should have caught. He dropped two, two of them. Stupid touchdowns. He dropped two. One in the end zone and one at like the one-yard line. Because, oh, uh. God forbid Josh Allen throw more than one touchdown pass. God forbid Saquon Barkley gets more than 30 yards against the Lions. The Lions, Saquon Barkley. Oh, Michael Pittman. Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, that one game just absolutely tanked me. I thought at least one guy, one guy would do something. <laughs> and that is... What a, what a classic guillotine rant that is. And he's out. He's out. He's out. And he's spe- out. speaking of guillotine leagues versus traditional leagues, I saw a tweet from somebody that was like, the Vikings are like that guy in your fantasy league 
who has getting outscored by a huge margin on the course of the season, but he's still seven and three because he catches yeah. everybody's worst week. <laughs> There's some truth to that. <laughs> There's some truth to that. I'm afraid. So how yeah. is how is uh, how are things in the Twin Cities? No, oh, it's, it's sour. It's sour. You All know, of I, a it, sudden, you were flying yeah, so high the last week on this podcast. Yes, I was still, I uh, still buzzing with joy at at this time last week and now it's all over we got to here's the, the worst part is we got all these injuries that all worked against us in a big way on sunday and now i gotta play again on thursday nobody's gonna be healthy all the same people are gonna be out we're not gonna get any healthier and now you got to go deal with one of the, the league's best defenses and in new england on uh, on thanksgiving night i don't like it Dave. i'm nervous yeah so there's a question everything mentality and the Kirk haters have come out of the woodwork oh, like God, yes. zombies out of the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk's the worst. <laughs> it's true. So this has been this little stat has been going around social media today, and it's great. Kirk Cousins was was pressured on sixty seven percent of his dropbacks, and as an as a as a classic area of measure, how much is sixty seven? That Super Bowl two years ago when Patrick Mahomes had no time to do anything in the Super Bowl and they right. ended up losing. Was that he about was pressure? Was that about like 60% close? 37%. Whoa. So Kirk was pressured double <laughs> what Patrick was in that game. Well, it doesn't matter because he's still no Mahomes. He's a great fraud. I That's told you exactly. Kirk Cousins yeah. was getting lucky. So those haters are coming out of the woodwork, not knowing necessarily who would be any better, right? Or who they have any idea. No, no, no. Like, they let's never, go get yeah, him they instead. They never give you that. They never give you that, like what the Vikings reasonably could have done to have a better quarterback on roster. Right. They just hate the guy they got. Why do you think they hate him? I, I, I believe it's a combination of nerdiness and, well, two things. Three things. Nerdiness, the fact he was not drafted high, because people the want the their pedigree wasn't right. There, yeah. People want their priors confirmed. The only real mm-hmm. exception is Brady, and yeah, then Jack Prescott the, a little. Yeah, and then the third. Well, I think Prescott gets a lot of shade as well, even from Cowboy fans. Not that good. Some, some. And I think the third thing is the religious aspect. There is religious bias that is legit amongst the secular heathen sports dude bro media and assembled followers. A year ago, I would have said that nerdy thing isn't that big of a deal, but I had underestimated it because when he was Kirko and Kirk Thuggins and he was wearing all the ice on these plane rides, everybody loved him. People God, were like, got oh, over. Now, now I can relate to this guy. And now people now are like, are they going to be again. putting the, I didn't see them put the chains on him after that game, did they? No, absolutely. Well, yeah, they, well they shackles is what they wanted to put on him. Yeah, well, they weren't flying anywhere, you dipshit, and they lost. Losses happen. Bad losses happen. I would even dare say you can go back and find a bunch of Super Bowl teams that had one complete clunker along yes. the way. Tampa Bay uh, with Brady oh had that. God. They had a thirty-eight to three or thirty-eight to six to drubbing the Saints on to Sunday Saints. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Well, then that's Tenacity. a reason. That's a reason to stay calm, right? Except for the injuries and, and the short turnaround and. The nagging doubts yeah. that maybe this is all a big mirage. Save <laughs> <laughs> it might be. You know, it might just, be. It might be. But who says you know. the world we're living in isn't a simulation? 
No, it probably is. That, that's, that's the thing. Do you ever think about that? You really want to get deep into the ayahuasca? Sit down and ponder that, that this is all a fucking simulation. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) That makes it doesn't make me feel any better in the moment. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I guess that none of it. None of this is real. Does not. I'm just playing. I'm just a sim in somebody's sim city. Right. I'm just, you know, that's that's all I am. But it still doesn't make me feel any better in the moment. One of the tweets of the year after last night, Mahomes pulled his midnight magic. Quote, the AFC West spent a billion dollars to stop the Chiefs, and it's over for all of them before Thanksgiving. Wow. We're, as all of us together, you know, cumulatively, for everybody looking from the preseason, we all said the AFC West, they, they could send four teams to the playoffs, right? If they could get every wild card spot. It was going to be a bloodbath with all of these great teams. Right. Oh, man. Three of them just basically stink. When, in fact, it's the NFC East that yes. has a much better chance of doing just that. Oh, the irony. Now, let's talk about Devontae Adams for a second, shall we? Yeah. People are saying, talking shit, he hadn't made him better, and it's a waste of money, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know, leads the league in receiving touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's not a terrible thing right there. Like, I don't think he's been a big of a bust, as people want to say. No. I mean, it, the scoring has definitely been there, and he's been, you know, like, really one of the most constant parts of an otherwise really inconsistent offense and defense. And remember, they've they've shed. Look at all the draft picks that they've shed in the last like three or four years. Basically, anything that had Mike Mayock's fingerprints on yes. it, they've let go. They had nothing to do with that. It has been a grade A disaster uh, from his drafts, and and really because those guys don't go anywhere else and do well. I think Mayock just missed on those things, and the organization's been right to move on. Did you see this report last week, Abe? I meant to talk to you about this last week. The Raiders want to fire their head coach, Josh McDaniels. Right. But they can't afford it. Don't they have the can't money. afford to pay. They can't have the money to pay two guys to pay another coach. That's unbelievable. Because even though the franchise is worth easily $4 billion, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just dip into that, ladle into that, and go, here, I'm just going to take a bunch of money to go pay off dipshit and tell him to Correct. leave. I mean, correct. This is not like FTX with uh, Sam Bankman Freed, <laughs> which right. I don't know how much how how much of that story have you followed? Yeah, a fair amount. Are you it. in the crypto uh, space? No, I never got in because I so many of them other than other than Bitcoin. Maybe Bitcoin was had a regulated amount to it, so there was built in scarcity. The Dogecoin. Had they could just keep printing it forever. There was no scarcity. It's you, you need a trillion of them. Fine, here's a trillion of them. Yeah. There was no scarcity built into it. So I'm like, this doesn't feel right. So I never dipped my toe. And I, I'm sure had I timed it right, I could have made a lot of money, but never did. Did you? No, I'm crypto versant, meaning mm. I know just enough to be dangerous, but I'm very curious about it. It's all over my head for the most part. It's high finance and you know, interrelationships of money and supply and liquidity and leverage that I don't traffic in. It also involves math, which is not my strong suit, but I am <laughs> morbidly fascinated by it. And what's amazing is just how they created this company that had this mainstream backing from yes. the likes of Mr. Wonderful. 
you know, yes. from Shark Tank. And the umpires in baseball wore their logo. How yes. ironic is it that umpires tasked with being impartial <laughs> That's and like just our, calling our balls and strikes <laughs> invested in a company or, or uh, took money from a company? They didn't invest, but they took money from a company that had no board of directors. None. Unbelievable. It, right. The bankruptcy filing on FTX. According to this experienced bankruptcy guy, he said, this is the most outrageous dereliction of financial responsibility I have ever seen in my career. And he went through chapter and verse. They had no board of directors. They would approve each other's pay via chat with emojis signaling yes or no. They had no HR department. They couldn't have produce a list of employees. They said they couldn't track deposits as they went from here, there, and everywhere else. It, to me, is a gobsmacking shock that they haven't arrested this fat fuck yet. But that is hard me. to believe. Now, yeah. is he in America yet? Because for a while, he Bahamas, was not in America. Bahamas, maybe. Although some said he was fleeing to like uh, Singapore, uh, or not Singapore, but like Indonesia, because they don't have extradition. Extradition? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it's, that, it's, that's a sign right there. It's crazy. Anyway, let's get so our way. This, let's navigate our way be, back here. So, this is so the, yeah, this so is the, the money, the money for the Raiders, they can be, they can be sitting on a franchise worth four billion, but they're cash poor because they've got the poorest owner in the league in dipshit bad haircut Davis. Right, because he did not make his money some other way. No, he just he inherited his, daddy's he, team. He, had, he inherited daddy's team in a floundering market in a terrible stadium right. in Oakland. And so they, they don't have, amazingly, don't have the money for it, which is hard to believe. But, yeah, you you nailed it. it it's different. We're having worth of, of something is not the same as having it liquid and spendable. Is it um, is it stupid, though, to even be talking about firing a coach this soon into his tenure? Because, no. you oh, you don't think it's dumb. You think that it's no. warranted. Some Yeah, absolutely. So he, you're telling me it. all of your due diligence in hiring him, all of your good hashtag reasons why Josh McDaniels was the guy, you were yeah. wrong about those? Is it possible they've lost a bunch of close games, which, by the way, they have? Yeah. And you um, want to for- see it through? Um, okay. Well, the, okay. Yes and no. Okay, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to equivocate a little bit here, Zay, but just work with me. Okay. Yeah. What, if you already know, if you know, he's not the right guy, just cut the freaking cord. Just get it over with. I mean, if he's done, if, if what you have seen firsthand is so egregiously obvious, that he's not the guy, you may as well let go. The other part of that though is almost nothing changes in season. When you change coaches, no. it's very rare that the Delta suddenly jumps up. Because you change coaches. So it's, you, you don't do it for wins this year. And if you want to just wait till the end of the year, you could just go wait till the end of the year. And most likely nothing changes. Here's what I'm Googling right now. Last interim coach to play a playoff game Ooh. in the NFL. <sighs> I want... Listeners, I... listeners, think about that. Think, think, think. And then uh, email me, Zabe at Yahoo.com. You know, I... It's got to be rare. It's got to be very rare because it's a, it's a team in trouble or at least you know significantly underperforming. And then the new guy's got to come in and be good. I don't know. Uh, here's a story from 2020 from Touchdown Wire, part of USA Today Sports. Interim coaches, the good, the bad, and the uglier of interim coaches. Mm. And there's just a bunch of different names here and what happened. But 
I can't think of the last interim guy that went to the playoffs with his team, which would imply that, hey, that was a good move to fire that guy. Yeah. Um, I'm, it's had to have happened, though. We can, you know, it has to. History of the league, you know, it, it has to have happened that there's been an interim coach that has righted the ship well enough to make the playoffs. Must have. Yeah. Uh, Don Coriel took over in San Diego from Tommy Prothrow in 78 and led the Chargers to an 8-4 and four record the rest of the way. Wow. Wow. They All started 1-3, right. and three, finished 8-4, and four, so that's 9-7. and seven. There you go. Cut the cord early. That's your. There's your reason to cut the cord early if you know. I guess And obviously, so. Don Coriel ended up being, obviously, a great head coach. Eric Coriel, the whole bit. Um, the, uh, you know, they- yeah, the Chargers now, though, I call them the Toby Flenderson of the NFL. <laughs> for when Michael Scott said to him in such disdain, <laughs> why are you? the way you are. <laughs> Why are the Chargers this team that is so full of exciting players, a stud quarterback, and now a coach who I think is pretty smart for the most part, a bit too much of a gambler for my liking, and they just seem to lose every close game for the most part, somehow, some way. Why are they the way they are? You won't, don't you think some teams just like, whatever that that it thing is that separates great teams from floundering teams. They don't Some have Some teams it. have it just sort of like in the DNA, right? It's just right. like it's in you. Yeah. You know, get you know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And then there's Denver. And then there is this guy who has updated his touchdowns to toilets ratio with one <laughs> Russell Wilson. This guy is one of my new favorite bits on TikTok. Take a listen. Hey, we've got big news in the tracking how long it takes Russell Wilson to throw as many touchdown passes as he has bathrooms in his house saga. <laughs> Today was week 11 and Russell Wilson played the Raiders. 
he did not have any touchdown passes. <laughs> this means that his total on the season will remain at seven touchdown passes. <laughs> Meanwhile, at his and Sierra's home, they also did not add or remove any bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, this means that that number also stayed the same at 12. 12. <laughs> bathrooms are growing ever more confident by the day that they have this season on lock. Congratulations, bathrooms, on a great week. <laughs> I don't know if this kid deadpans it on purpose, but I, either way, <laughs> chef's kiss, my friend. It's very good. It's very good. They have I not added it. or removed any <laughs> toilets. Any toilets. <laughs> well, he says bathrooms. It really should be touchdowns to toilets because really. it's alliterative. Yes. Touchdowns to yeah. toilets. Um, right. Wilson's playing better, but not Great. Will he ever get there in terms of what they thought and I thought he could or would be? Two weeks ago, I was optimistic that they were going to come out of the bye and things were going to be better. The schedule was very, very favorable. Like Virtually no difficult pass defenses left on the schedule. These last two weeks have taken the wind out of my sails. I got to be honest with you. Did you hear this report? And I don't think we talked about this last week. One of the uh, sports talk radio guys in in Denver said that Russell Wilson is calling out Seahawks audibles at no. the line of scrimmage. It is getting confused and thrown out Seahawks audibles, and nobody knows what to do. <laughs> <laughs> rodeo, rodeo. W- what is that? <laughs> all of our all of our audibles are animals. You're calling rodeo. What does that even mean? I mean, tangerine. No. Right. No, we don't use food either. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Well, so the AFC West, it's still entertaining to me. It still has some of my favorite teams in terms of logos, uniforms, and whatnot. I thought the Broncos' Power D helmet with the horse coming out of the middle was boss, even though it was on the blue shell, which is normally not correct. It's on the yellow shell normally. Didn't care for the yellow on yellow or the orange on orange, but so be it. And I'm kind of a closet Raider fan because it's silver and black. Yeah. Why? Why, Why not? They, everyone needs an AFC Gumar, a opposite conference girlfriend you see on the side, <laughs> like the mafia. That's the Gumar. The Gumar, yeah. Like it, like in the I've Sopranos where yeah, you, you, you go to dinner with them. They're on the side. The wives know about them, but they're not going to make a big deal because they know that you're not going to run off with your Gumar. You're going out to have dinner, you know, mm-hmm. and go have sex with another woman. It's an Italian mm-hmm. thing. It's a mob thing. I believe you should have an AFC or NFC Gumar. Uh, so it has to be in the other conference, though. And it it can't, has to be other conference. And yeah. it can't be a an opponent who daggered you in the Super Bowl, which technically, if I was still a Redskin fan, I couldn't be a Gumar of the Raiders because they beat the Redskins badly in a Super Bowl, and that should stick with me. Now, can I just go, okay, my Gumar is I want – Kansas City. Yeah, they've got the best record in the AFC of Patrick Mahomes. That just seems so fraudulent, right? Uh, you know, you, why don't you go earn it with Houston? Okay. You know, that's, you know, go earn go earn but, your other girlfriend and work your way up. Yeah, but here's the thing about Gumars. You can change whenever you want. They're your Gumar. And so, yeah, if it seems wrong to be jumping on the Mahomes bandwagon, who cares? It's not your wife. Your wife is the Vikings. Your wife My disappointed Gumar. you severely yes. this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end on uh, this. Let's end on well, this wait, today. What, we got, to, yeah, your team, ahead. your Gumar team again is? Well, when I was growing up, it was the Chargers. No question, because right. they played at 4 o'clock 
every week. It was Charlie Jones of NBC calling the games. I yes. loved offense as a kid. I loved the lightning bolt, bolt logo. I drew it in school on papers Me as too. long as the day yeah. was around. Colored them in with the blue and the gold and everything else. I loved Air Coryell and Dan uh, Fouts throwing to Charlie Joyner and Kellen oh, Winslow God, and Jefferson. Yes. Uh, what was the Jefferson? It was great too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those those were great. Those offenses were so fun. That was he was so John, far ahead of the John time. Jefferson. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. John that, Jefferson. That was a lot of fun. But that's Chuck Muncie as well. Yes, yeah. Those are all. Of those are great teams. I, you know, I think right now my AFC Gumar is Tua and the Dolphins. Oh, very sexy. Fucking love those guys. They are speed burning down there. With Waddle and Hill and the running backs, they've recon and Mike McDaniel. Everybody loves that guy, the thoughtful mm-hmm. young biracial whiz kid. I mean, I'm a Tua stand though. See, I wanted Tua to be great coming out of Alabama. Then yeah. he blew up his hip, and I was like, "Oh God, I feel so bad for the kid." And then he struggled early on, and I'm like, "I'm kind of resigned to maybe he ain't it." And now it looks like, wait a minute. Yeah, it turns out. Wait a minute. Like, his arm is still a minus. His arm is a minus for QB1s. There's no question about it. He underthrows, he underthrows Tyreek Hill a lot, okay? But that said, he's got a moxie to him, which I really like. I just wish like they would Tua's, go back to like the t- old fucking logo and the old color which they do twice a year on their throwback weekends. Yeah, it should be every it should be every game and everybody knows it, it should. The new yeah. ones, the new uniforms for the Dolphins are the new coke of NFL uniforms. <laughs> they should be fired into the surface of the sun and never be pulled out again. They're that bad. What what do you think about Tua's brother playing at Maryland? Does that kid have anything? He's pretty good. They score a lot of points. They did against Ohio State but lost. Talia, Tungavailoa, or as mm. I call him, Thria. Get it? Tua, Thria. He's Thria. the third. Ah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show myself yeah. that. Yes. The best, yeah, the best jokes are the ones you have to explain. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, like the scoreboard joke with the Vikings. I didn't talk about this yesterday. Johnny Sins. Now all of Minnesota knows who Johnny Sins is, right? Uh, I've seen this go by on Twitter, but I don't I don't understand the gist of it. So they put up what? something. I, I I don't I don't I don't I don't really know what's going on with it. So I saw the, your jumbotron your jumbotron operator got duped by mm. a picture of Johnny Sins in a army uniform. Who's and, that? Hold on, and there was a tweet from somebody saying, "This is my cousin Joel. He served in the army. He is my number one hero in life. I love him so much, and it's amazing what he's done to serve our country." Well, the guy in the photo is a noted porn star. By the name of Johnny <laughs> Sins, and people people recognized him right away. And the subtweets okay. were, "Wow, it's amazing! He's in the army. He's also my doctor, and he's the pool boy as well. <laughs> the pool. And he's the guy at the grocery store. He's everywhere. This guy, Joel. Uh, <laughs> I say, if you can sight recognize Johnny Sins Sins that well, you probably yeah. watch too much adult shit." Okay, we got three minutes charged. Let me put an end to this podcast on a good note, which is the uh, New York Times has decided they're going to try to make the world safe from sports gambling with a long hit piece. I call it a hit piece on a number mm-hmm. of outlets, basically tis- tisking them for jumping in both feet 
on gambling in sports. You read it. What are your thoughts? Um, there was some merit to it. Um, one of the key things that they're talking about is targeting campuses, campuses, this, and I've done a lot of research on this in the area of responsible gambling. The, The demographic that is most at risk for becoming gambling addicts are men under 30. Um, and this is a, this is a potential, you know, this is a potential issue. You are still dealing with you're dealing with kids that teenagers, do not know children. teenagers. Yeah, right, right. In many 17, cases. 17, 18 years old, yep, full 19, hormones and daddy's credit yep. card. But define problem gambler. What's a problem? The problem gambler are people that are wagering more than they can afford to lose. More than they have? Meaning? But meaning when, more money than they have. More money than, whatever, you know, for whatever their case is, money they need to pay rent, get food. I mean, you know, the, you know, the things that are important to them, they, if you are, if you're spending outside of that, if this is not just entertainment to you, you're gambling to try to win because you think you're, you're smarter than them and you're gambling money you need for real things. That's problem gambling. So what should these mega companies, mega companies now do to get customers lay off the teenagers, lay off the college campuses? That would my preference would be to, you know, there's you know, you have a whole world, you got a whole nation of potential gamblers, and I think you want to have a very soft and considerate touch when you're dealing with younger, younger, new gamblers that don't have experience sports gambling and don't necessarily have the mental wherewithal and the you know the money skills and life skills to, you know, contain themselves. So I think I I think I would not call it a, a hit piece. I think they actually raised some very thoughtful points. Even though they themselves purchased the athletic, and the athletic <laughs> is neck deep in all this too. Every yes. bit as much as the fan duels and the draft kings and the bar stools and the outkicks yes. of the world. Well, I would say even beyond that, just from a journalism standpoint, they should be able to do both, right? They should be able to take their advertising department, should not have anything to do with what they want what the new york times or any other you know publication yeah but the times owns the athletic and the athletic is losing money and one of the reasons they've partnered with gambling outfits is they want to try to survive yes and i and it's you can say we sports betting is a little bit like drinking right sport it's here it's here to stay we're not going to stop we're not like opposed to it we just want it to be done responsibly and i think this is an area where you can where you can get in you can get people into trouble with this easier than others. All right. So would you do an age thing? I think you should be – I think there should be – I think you should be tar- less – there should be less overt targeting of young males in particular for what, sports betting. What if it's relentless but it's covert, not overt? You'll no, still I mean, complain. You, you can't stop it. You can't. <laughs> don't you, you think kids – don't you think kids in college know now they can bet legally and they're like hunkering – they're hankering to do it? Of course yeah, they are. It's so fun. I, I'm yes. convinced that a lot of these companies are wasting their money marketing to college kids because I think they're already in. They already want to gamble. Like, you're yeah, wasting but, your money. Well, okay, but here's the thing. When a state turns on for the first time and goes legal, Minnesota, never, I don't know if that ever happened here. We go legal. You know, all of a sudden you just had, you just gained access to, you know, Three million new customers that aren't mostly are not gambling right now, sports gambling. Well, Minnesota and Wisconsin will be a race to be last.
when it comes to legalized gambling. So there you go. All right, Charge is always my friend. A pleasure. Happy Thanksgiving. All Thank right, you. pal. You See too. You Absolutely. Right. Bye bye now. Records are short. No way. Yeah, they're not that long. Okay, so that's our topic for today. So good day. Good day. Make March Madness a money maker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit my bookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 My Bookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.